This week on the Push Ball Lows podcast, we're talking about an absolutely absurd body fat percentage. Two, one, 1.6% body fat, mate. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Ball Legs podcast with myself, Dami. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bud? I'm good, mate. I'm still I'm still reeling off the back of the weekend where you said I had a perfect squat. It's just been <laughs> a highlight of my whole weekend, mate. I just Highlighted I just... the whole weekend. Yeah, perfect, perfect squat, mate, you said. And that's your words, not even mine, mate. <laughs> Never, but then uh, then you have to have the caveat, was it was it slightly painful by the end? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> True screening. Yeah, my, my hip wasn't uh, wasn't wasn't enjoying it by the end of the day, but it was um, functional for those pa- that, for functional pass into pain fail. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of those where it was like um, oh, this stuff we talked about on there. It was all that shit that Josh was talking about, and like my my joint range of motion had gone somewhere. It's not been for a long time, <laughs> so definitely shouldn't have been loaded at that point. So that's fine. Yeah. Um, but no, it was really really good to see everyone there, and um, and yeah. To spend the uh, the weekend with you, mate. As much as I hate to say it, it was actually good fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, if anyone doesn't know, we just spent the whole weekend with twenty four lovely people who came down to, uh, I guess, go through our screening, programming, and corrective workshop. It was lovely um, with uh, Josh, London Muscle, all those guys. One of the other lads came down. Yeah, it was good. To yeah, Josh sold me out, didn't he? He's, he's, he... We all know he's the FMS guy, but yeah, and I've told everyone about then my master's like... thesis. Like, Shut up, Josh. Didn't tell everyone that I studied Dan it for a whole a- year and a half. Actually, did his master's thesis on the FMS and, screening. Hence why I went to talk about it, and Josh got really excited by bringing a couple of kits in. So yeah, yeah that's about it. <laughs> that was good. We got to meet some really cool people who, uh, mate, like if they're. If they're jumping on courses with us, then they're obviously in the right direction. So you know yeah. they're going to do the right things in the yeah. future. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's just Basically. yeah, it's fine. <laughs> if they follow most of our advice, anyway. Maybe yeah. some some of it, like yeah, ninety ten splits. Ten percent of what we say is absolute garbage. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's pretty easy to find out. Um, but yeah, it was nice. I had Dan staying with me all weekend. You loved it. Up on a on a Friday. He stayed at Casa Hall. And then uh, the penthouse. <laughs> yeah. I stayed in the I stayed in the East Wing for those interested. Those wing, that know exactly. those that know Tom's place in the East Wing. <laughs> it was nice. He had some nice silk sheets. Lovely. They were lovely, yeah, mate. Yeah. Lovely. I can't stand them. So yeah. Got treated like a king. Vicky's like loves them. I have no idea why. Um, yeah, I forced. Di- I forced. Even though he was on prep, he ate out twice. Well, three times, mate, really. I woke up. I, mean, I woke up this morning, the lightest I've been all year. So there's something <laughs> so in it, mate. mate. It was just a good feed, just to drop yeah. the weight. It's, mate, it's one of those ways in London that you don't realise how much you, you walk. Like, I did 20,000 yeah. steps both days without even realising, not even thinking, just yeah. going from place to place. And, you know, in Bath, I usually probably maybe do six, 7,000 on a, on a good day if I get out, you know. So it's yeah. it made me realise. Obviously, I skipped a few meals and... 
I had the with white fish and everything else. Be really good. I was, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, the pizza won't be that great because it's just like a bog standard, you know, little little cafe, a little <laughs> restaurant. And then the, for dessert, they had uh, Nutella filled gnocchi, and I was like, yeah. well, I don't get that every day, so I've got to have that. <laughs> so I'm glad that I skipped good. it because yeah. uh, I had that. And then we went for a burger, didn't we? Burger chips and uh, an Oreo milkshake. But like, then yeah, during can... the day, I had like chicken salad and like a yogurt for breakfast. So it was like, well, <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, I I, don't know, I didn't count up my steps because obviously my uh, my workshop and teaching style is very walkabouty um yeah. I, t- I tend to walk so much just uh when i'm le- like well, lecturing when i'm just giving workshops or presentations if there's room in the room to walk about i'm gonna use it <laughs> and get people kind of some people find it really annoying and some people have told me that that uh i move too much and they can't just kind of sit and look at me and i'm like yeah, I know. That's 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 mainly the point. So you just yeah, keep so you, <laughs> so you keep following me. <laughs> so you have to have some sort of recognition, like recognition, to keep. Oh, I was like, "Where's he gone?" All right, okay. I've got to think about what you're saying now. So I've actually had to spot you out in the room using your sense. So yeah, it was a, it was something that I got taught when I was. Uh, I think I was on my master's degree um, with uh, presentations because obviously in football we had to give presentations a fair bit to uh, the coaches and a lot to the players and getting them to even believe a word you're saying <laughs> whilst you're giving a presentation upon their fitness and like where they should be doing where they should be going and, and interactions within each other player and it was just like yeah I've got to actually got to grab these people's attention at some point if I run yeah. around them they might actually be like what's he doing yeah <laughs> how's he <it> gone yeah. <laughs> suddenly go but yeah we went dip and flip Dip and flip was good. I I liked it a lot. Very different. It's different twist on a burger, but I really enjoyed it. It was yeah, very, it was very good. good. It was nice. So yeah, I would good. recommend anyone go there if you live around near the Clapham area. I'm sure there's more in London as well. Clapham, but... Brixton. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple more. I think. Go try it out. Basically, it was just a burger soaked in gravy, dipped in gravy. So <laughs> basically, and you get like, it's, is it? Was it? It was cheeseburger, right? Yeah, just cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, yeah. like a decent cheeseburger, and then they put like you can have either like lamb or you can have beef inside it, like gravy soaked. Um, I guess what would be roast lamb or roast beef, and then uh, yeah, you get a little little tray of gravy to dip it in, and it's enough gravy. Like it's not like a like a peanut. Yeah. I know it's a, yeah, it's, it's enough like to ridiculous. like, yeah. and they give you like a big like almost boat to put it in like you've got <laughs> enough space for your burger you know yeah, like there's yeah. little pots it's not one of them like yeah. kfc one it's like proper, proper big one proper proper thing so i did explain it to somebody today and they're like what that sounds awful i was like you don't like gravy yeah. do you if you don't like gravy it's not a thing like mike but... didn't like the sound of it either. he's like to be too messy i was like shut up <laughs> you eat like shut up so yeah yeah it's good um yeah highly recommend and the wings were good Wings were good, mate. Although you so, took about twenty minutes to eat the wings. I, mate. I, I don't know. I, I was so slow that that night. I was <laughs> just was like, like, I don't know whether I was already falling asleep most of the time. Yeah, that's like, what it was. Uh, but you were like, you were t- the way you were tearing the wings apart. I was like, fucking hell, mate, you're gonna eat them or you're just caressing them? <laughs> <laughs> because they were like free kind of edgy. They were big wings and they had like free bits. So I had to pull certain bits off to actually even get my not like because Dan at one point I didn't tell him that he did have a lot of food in his beard but he did wipe it down like halfway through the meal <laughs> and I was like I don't want to I didn't want that to happen um, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a bigger beard than you and it's generally going to stick a little bit more but yeah that, that was the reason why and I did I did take a long time I think Dan was more hungry than me because I'd been eating food all the way through the day also I let you speak for the last like 45 hours so I could just chill and I was eating yeah. <laughs> so yeah that was fine <laughs> I sushi during the day as well so it was good good day mate um, yeah 
So we've got a couple of things with really them discuss. I gave we I give, give an overview of the weekend really. I think Dan did a little bit briefly on his social media as he was travelling home. Um and what were the takeaways, I guess from our perspective, um really from like speaking to the trainers and I guess it's a case of if if one person's what we said at the start right was if one person's thinking in a room put your hand up because the chances are a lot of people are thinking it in the room um yeah so that was uh I think a case of that and then if we're thinking it then the chances are yeah a lot of other people would be thinking um basically based off that seminar really um what we're talking about screening and protocols etc so you had some take-homes yeah, I was about to say I've just I've just gone into my stories to just to check what I wrote down, but it's gone. Um, it's gone. Well, take... you can just, you can go back on your insights, mate. Yeah, I know on my archive yeah, on or your whatever. Archives, it's anyway, or... but um, but no, I, I was just on the train back and I just thought of a few things. Um, obviously I couldn't do a story on the train because it's a bit weird, isn't it? So I just wrote them as text. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked the whole thing about like you know we said said you know that the movement screens shouldn't take longer than sort of five ten minutes and how within that you should kind of use your brain and go well actually I'm. I shouldn't be looking for anything too crazy here. It's like, it should be pretty obvious. And, you know, I think some of the guys were, were practicing their screens. Obviously the first time they'd done them and there was obviously, you know, that sort of thing. But, um, it was kind of like, where she was my next point, which was that trainers sometimes look for issues. They're looking for problems rather than just checking it off and going, it's okay. They're like inspecting each and every single movement. And we were kind of saying, look like bad movement is noticeable. Like you notice it, you know what, what it looks like but then also the reason we did what we did was you know how to then correct that and how to work that into someone's program but it was almost like they were looking for little things that really weren't weren't there um and like from from our point of view i suppose it was kind of a case of look if all these movements look good like they're ready to be loaded like don't hesitate and think that you can't load them yeah. um <clears throat> hesitantly to begin with um and then it was also the point about corrective exercise that we kept kind of banging home which was that it's not about bands and equipment and fancy apparatus and stuff it's just a different version of strength training strength training itself is corrective and just by just by moving the load and we talked about the stance we talked about all these different variables that can affect exercise selection and how you know basically all you're doing is just making a, a movement more stable potentially for someone and you just or just changing the angle the moment arm or the location of the the weight and how that affects base of support and center of gravity and all these sorts of things um that is corrective um and then also like that you could not do an exercise with a client like you don't have to like make every single client squat deadlift bench press pull whatever there's some that some just won't be able to do you know the exact way you want them to maybe for the rest of their lives and that's not a problem like you can just say look you're just not meant to do that um much like josh i suppose you know he talked about with his ankle and stuff there's just certain things that for him are just not going to be possible and like that's okay it's working around it and rather than trying to fix it and um make something perfect that you can't and then and then i just put as well that the last thought was that you said my squat was perfect <laughs> <laughs> But that's yeah, no, that's I think all you took was, away, let's be honest. That's why it was also the, the post I made on Instagram today, which is Monday. You guys will listen to this Wednesday, obviously, but yeah. was around confidence. And I think a lot of people over the weekend were, were like seeing the same things we were seeing, but they just weren't quite confident enough to like say it's okay or to, 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 to program something. They were kind of waiting for us to go, yeah, that's fine. And then they kind of believed it themselves. And but I think... I think in some ways I was I was I was very glad that those people were like that because I 
I feel with them going through the screening protocols and getting the justifications from us, they'll be able to look over the slides and the PDFs and the explanations again. And they will become more confident the more they see it again. I still think that's learned. And they yeah, will, no, they, for sure, for sure. But I think it's a dangerous thing when maybe they don't have much experience and they're suddenly over-diagnosing every single thing and they're like, yes, this is definitely happening, that's happening, that's happening. That's something yeah. that I've flagged up in a few trainers who they work, work for me and it, they get extremely confident about stuff and then that becomes it's more dangerous than the other one so it's just like yes that's definitely happening like well was it It, yeah no it's definitely it's it's, probably not it's for sure a good it's for good it's for sure a good good trait for sure and it's and it's something that i think you know like you said it's 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 something that we do on a regular basis right it's It's kind of like they've already learned to refer out and find a, a second opinion which we would do normally. Like yeah. I might ask you about something nutritionally or, or mm. behaviorally. Like, oh, should I do be doing that? I'll ask Josh about something if I'm wanting some, I don't know, just general advice. So 100% happens. So I think it's a great trait to have. Yeah, no, for, for sure. And it's, it's, it, was, it was just intriguing to see, um, to see it, I suppose, firsthand almost, was that kind of, oh, I think it's this. And it's kind of that thing of, like, yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Like, well done. Like, it's not, and as soon as you said that to him, you could see them being like, more like, okay, cool, okay, I got that. Um, you know, it's fucking, you, you do it in nutrition all the time. You see people all the time do it. And, you know, like you say, the, better, the people that go on to be better coaches are always the ones that are like, oh, I don't know if I should or I don't know if I can. It's like, whereas the ones that are in there going, keep you everywhere, like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> but, you know, it's, 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 it's a good trait to have for sure. And it's, it's, it's having the people you look up to say to you, yeah, you, you're good with that. Like, it's fine. It gives you that little springboard to go, okay, cool. I can do that next little thing. And then you keep going until you hit a big stumbling block again. And then you go, oh, shit, I'm questioning myself again. And then you ask them again. You know, it's having mentors. It's having someone to look up to and someone who you trust, who's been there and done it, who's been through the same thing. They've had their own mentor. They ask the same things of. Um, you know, we've all got them. We all know who they are. Um, and it's it's really important, I think. Yeah. I mean, the body coach answers my stuff all the time. So he's well, there you go, mate. absolutely so- gold. Exactly, similar hair, similar facial hair. <laughs> From the same place. I mean, yeah, same accent, exactly. Well, pretty much. <laughs> No, but um, yeah, for more takeaways from, I guess, from when we started talking about correctives, we obviously, we drive home that it should be some sort of exercise basis that we want to get people moving and that's how we're going to do it, not like maybe laying down all the time. It's going to be like fillers that we start to use these range of motion exercises. And with the range of motion stuff, I think there's a, there is a, I don't know, a preconceived idea that we have to access all this range of motion to be yeah. suddenly what what it was what we we explained motor control and mobility and you'll have to come for us to fully explain what that is and the difference between those but it's it's kind of you're not going to be able to fix somebody's range of motion if they can't control the range that they've got and that was a big I think that that was we dr- drilled it home a fair bit when obviously Josh was talking about FRC training, and we were yeah. t- saying about tapping into in, overhead pressing is a big one because I think half the room would would get a essentially a dysfun what we would class as dysfunctional fail or like a dysfunctional corrective long term corrective because of where they could get their overhead reach assessments. Mm. And we were explaining, like, no, you can still... This is where the landmine comes in, believe it or not. Yeah, the still, landmine. You can, still, you. you can still progress to where we want to be, ideally, but there's no actually no actual danger that they'll never get there. 
Is, mm. <laughs> that was like, oh no, they, if we can't possibly like survive, if we can't put a, a like hand right over my head and my my bicep right next to my ear without getting any uh, scapular elevation, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll probably be all right. Um, yeah, we just probably won't be uh, doing some strict overhead like military presses. Um, we can we can beef up our shoulders another way. Absolutely fine. Lat raises and I don't know some yeah landmine pressing for everybody. Be great. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> cookie, cookie cutter, everybody. <laughs> but like, no, I think it, the other thing that it, it kind of drilled home for for me was actually like, there are those exercises that pretty much everybody will be kind of safe to do, and they can build their shoulders and they can do all this sort of stuff. And I know we joke about the landmine and we joke about um, nobody ever squat. jokes about the landmine, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> joke about that, and, and obviously like you know the lamb, uh, the goblet squats, and all these sorts of we, you know you know reverse lunges and stuff like that but these are just exercises that you can pretty much give to most people with a small amount of load they're challenging most people have got the range of motion to do it they're not going to harm themselves doing them and they're kind of like fundamentals that really a lot of people are going to be are going to be happy doing so yeah you know it is um it is something that's great i mean i hate to admit that the landmine's useful because <laughs> to say it but um no more so than it pains me to say the fms you know is is actually not the worst screen in the world I know. um but yeah no it's it's look it's it's it was great it was just a great weekend and like i said to um i said to tom it was it was great being there as well and, and watching and actually i think sometimes when you do online training you sometimes you sometimes do forget, you know, just how important it can be to do all these sorts of things in that sort of depth. And obviously online, you can't, you literally can't do it in that sort of depth, but how cool it is to see it and how cool it is to be able to go, right, this is massively going to inform what you're doing. And um, yeah, no, it was, it was great. It was a really, really good weekend. And I'm glad that there were so many people there and a lot yeah. of people took a lot away from it. it more great. than we even realised because Josh actually forgot to tell us the real numbers. Which yeah, Josh was just like, "Oh yeah, there's more coming." I'd like, "Oh, there's, no, like, what, there's only like this this many names on the list." He's like, "Oh, I got, I got loads more coming. Don't worry." <laughs> Look, thanks, mate. Good. Cheers. Um, but yeah, biggest takeaways are that Dan enjoyed watching both me and Josh actually teach, which was which was great. <laughs> it's weird because I've never seen you teach. Like this is something that obviously since well, I left, it's something that I do I left, hell of a lot since yeah. you've left. Yeah, I think. Yeah. A lot more <laughs> since uh, even before Josh came on, I was still teaching a hell of a lot to trainers, um, and then even more so now we're in combination with another couple of lads as well. Um, but yeah, we do this every week, and you're like, it actually shows that you do it a lot, Tom. Well yeah. done. <laughs> Probably showed that I don't do it that much. <laughs> Absolutely not, mate. It shows you knew your topic. <laughs> if me and Josh stood up there about online training. We'd be like, "Yeah." So I sent my programs over, and uh, one of my obviously one of my online guys was in the room, and I was like, "Yep, gets his programs. We discuss his programs. We decide where we want." To, it does help when he's a trainer, and he's, he's been trained for a long time, and he's got yeah. a four-year, five-year streak on my fitness pal, VJ. Brilliant. <laughs> the the easiest. I mean, take person. a week off. Take a let's take a week off. There was yeah. At one point, I was looking for his training, and I was like, "Man." My bad, like, as, as a coach, I'm just flicking through his training cycles. I think he's been with me for f- three years, maybe. And I was like, dude, when was the last... Because I was just looking through it, like, date by date. I was like, when's the last time you went on holiday? He was like, uh... I was like, exactly, take this week off. <laughs> I was like, I'm not giving you a program. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, you're paying me to tell you not to train. 
brilliant. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah, but that's yeah, what but my, people online need that, coaching, mate. right? Yeah, people exactly. Need, exactly. That's what he's paying me <laughs> I was like, I've just realised like why we're plateauing. You haven't taken a break. I was like, we deloaded 100%, but we've never taken a, a complete week, two weeks off. Uh, exactly. Which is needed sometimes, believe it or not. Even for just peace of mind. Uh, I think he began to enjoy it as well. So <laughs> he's a yeah. trainaholic, basically. Yeah, he's fine. It's good. All right, mate. I think we move on. Move There's on. some silly, uh, silly stuff happening on the internet. Also, we're going to keep it a little bit short and sharp this week because uh, we're recording on the Monday. Obviously, we've had all weekend. I th- like today, I kind of felt like I hadn't had a day off because obviously we went and trained on uh, Sunday as well, briefly together. And Dan had to do a slight bit of work with a client. So, yeah, it was good. You, yeah, yeah, working weekend, mate, isn't it? Working, working weekend. weekend. That's yeah. <laughs> Grinding. Oh, always grinding. Always, always grinding. <laughs> absolute yeah. grinding. Yeah, we got to spend the weekend in a nice facility with nice people, and then uh, yeah, absolute grinding. <laughs> Definitely <Where>? not. <laughs> um, yeah. So the NFL Combine. If anybody knows uh, what is going on with that, um, it's basically all the guys. Well, most of the guys that are going to get drafted in the NFL turn up, do a load of like athletic movements, and so the m- main ones are like they bench press. What is it? Two hundred twenty pounds. So one hundred and five. Well, like one hundred and five like, kilos. They make it look like reps. a bar, don't they? Yeah, it's madness. I think. I still think the the record is a guy called Dontari Poe, who I think, yeah, unbroken. Obviously, they they bounce off their chest, but still, yeah, um, must unbroken. Be. Crack ribs, don't yeah. they? Basically, <laughs> unbroken. He did about forty nine reps, something like that, of one hundred and five kilos. Not bad, is it? Um, <laughs> obviously, body weight. Like he weighs about three hundred and fifty pounds so yeah only i know 70 percent of his body weight so mm. I, I still wouldn't be able to do that with 70 percent of my body weight i'm 100 percent sure okay. uh, <laughs> uh, but it's like a 40 yard dash free cone drills there's some interesting ones anybody who wants to think they're as smart as a uh, nfl player they do something called the wonderlick test which is like a football iq um, which is it's actually got a lot of like maths and cognitive function and uh, decision making stuff in it as well which is it's quite interesting uh, if you ever want to do that and, and realise how thick you are Dan um, do that thanks mate you're exactly <laughs> I scored okay but not like top of class it was like there's some guys that are, are in the draft that they always rumour what their scores were and it's like awful and most of the quarterbacks do pretty well but yeah they, it's usually the quarterbacks that take that test but anyway yeah. Part of this, there's like vert jumps and broad jumps as well, that's a big one. Um, part of this is they obviously get measured, their hands get measured, um, and their weight and body fat percentages get measured, don't they, Dan? And uh, there's a lad that, I think we can say his name, an Ole Miss yeah, We listen, to be fair. So. Yeah, he probably listens. Um, <laughs> DK Metcalf. Um, Social media. He's dead, by the way. I, I, I can tell you. I think possibly um, measured in at six foot three and three eighths. Don't uh, three inches. No, six foot three. Six foot three. three and three eighths. Don't know what the three eighths is all about. <laughs> That's just like, well, you're six foot three, mate. Like round it down. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> um, and two hundred twenty-eight pounds. So it's about just over hundred kilos, right? Mm. Just about that. And apparently, according to these guys, the NFL. He has a 1.6% body fat percentage. Well, they're wrong. They are wrong. I mean, talk they me are through wrong. that, Dan. I mean, talk me through that. Right. Oh, well, they're, they're wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> like, it's pretty simple. Like, you die, for one, you'd be dead. But, 
I said this to Tom before we came on. I was like, the reason I know they're wrong... Quick bit of maths, didn't we? Yeah, is that the human brain, right? Your human brain weighs anywhere, I said, from between one to one and a half kilos. I googled it. It's about 1.3 to 1.4 kilos. That's pretty much bang on, right? Call it 1.4 kilos, you big lad. 1.4 kilos. The brain is also... Big lad doesn't mean he's a big brain. No, no, but I mean, you're going to assume he's slightly bigger, so he's going to be yeah. the 1.4, 1.3, right? And also he's a bloke, so women are going to have 1.3, men have 1.4, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, you know, it's only a joke. Go, come on, girls. No, it's only a joke. Um, good things come in small packages. It's fine. That's, what, that's, that's, that's why Dan's so great. That's, so. that's what I live by. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then also the brain is the fattiest organ in the body, and I was like, ridiculous. It's mainly made up of fat. I was like, so therefore... I was like, ridiculous. And again, I googled it again, and what came up was that the brain consists of at least a minimum 60% fat. So that means, by my calculations, that means that if it's 1.4 kilos, 50% is 700 grams, add another 140 on, 840 grams. Half of his body fat percentage, if we're going at 1.6% of 100 kilos, half of his body fat is in his brain, which means the other half is spread out between his other organs because the kidney and liver, all those sorts of things, got fat. They have to have fat because again, it's it's fundamental to life to have that around <laughs> organs. Which means that he would have zero body fat anywhere else in his body. He would be zero percent body fat anywhere else, which is physically impossible. He obviously isn't, is he? Ridiculous. <laughs> like, and how this... the NFL could even come out and say that there should be like a bare minimum, which is like five percent, and that no one can be lower because you yeah. just can't measure it. It, it and I, I just find it worrying. It just absolutely begs relief, doesn't it? It's just oh. <laughs> physically impossible. Physically impossible. It's phys- yeah, because yeah, would be dead. You would be dead. So yeah, they, they, they mean, the mean uh, what's his face? Some this professor basically just says basically if if it was one point six or the, uh, <laughs> the, the the lad came out who got it measured, he was like he tried to like squash it a bit. He was like no no no, it's not one point six. No nobody ever said it was one point six. It's only one point nine. All right, mate, brilliant. Sorry, still impossible. <laughs> still impossible. Um, yeah, his professor said he was like basically if it was one point six or even one point nine, his health would be would be at serious risk yeah. a male athlete needs at least three percent body fat to account for just his essential organ functions yeah and he was like the lad uh, certainly would not have been able to perform at a level which is, he ran like one of the fastest 40 times in a sub two percent body fat without facing a medical emergency really? so he'd be hospitalized hundred percent if uh yeah did that so apparently there's within within this article there's there was I mean we only we know the only way to actually measure body fat is an autopsy. Um mm-hmm. so there was an Aust- an Austrian bodybuilder apparently in 1996 Andres Munzer um he had an autopsy performed and it was determined his body fat would, had just hovered when he died obviously just uh, near zero apparently but it contributed to his death obviously yeah, you know, he'd gone to such extreme that his everything had shut down. Yeah, so, that's a bodybuilder going to nearly not. So let's say it was zero point nine percent or one percent, right? Yeah, and died from it. And this guy just ran the quickest forty meter time in the NFL. Yeah, and then, then the prof- even the professor saying like he was like, yeah, this guy is jacked, <laughs> but he was just like, but just looking at him, he's nowhere near the level no. of an in competition bodybuilder. No. And he was like, even those guys will have four or five percent, and that's ex- yeah. immensely extreme. 
And really? he was just like, even 4% body fat looks absurd. We, we know what, like, when people get down there, we, I mean, we, I coated 3DM, 3DMJ, like, who's, obviously, uh, Eric Helms and Jeff Alberts. Who's the other lad? Alberto Nunes. Alberto Nunes. Nunes is the guy yeah. that I, I feel like whenever I want to show somebody how, what shreds look, looks like, I would get up a picture of Alberto Nunes because he just gets ridiculous, like, striation, doesn't he? Mm. It's just that's and this guy's nowhere near that. Like, and even him at that point with that low percent body fat, he wouldn't be able to run. He just he'd be no, like, he'd he's just like, be fuck, like... Go, he'd be like, he'd sit, he'd sit there going, go fuck yourself. I'm not running unless it's for a cheeseburger. <laughs> he wouldn't. He just wouldn't run. Like having been even not even having been close close to that, not obviously anywhere near it, but close enough that what it took to get there, I was like, I'm not. I would not run sprint. No chance. Like it just wouldn't happen. You wouldn't perform at your best. Like it's. It's absurd, like, and it's it's just America being America, like the NFL being the NFL. Yeah, like just... soon there'll be someone with zero percent. You know it. The next year at the combine, <laughs> oh my god, he's got under one percent body fat. It's like, mm, yeah, it's okay. He's been a ke- oh, he's been keto, has he? <laughs> <laughs> been keto. Got got to eat fat to burn it, mate. So Ridiculous, to keep that down. It? I mean, I'm hundred percent sure that I have eaten. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's all right. I could eat more than 1.6% of my body fat, uh, of body weight of fat, and then surely I would be more percentage body fat, wouldn't I? Yeah. So I could, yeah, I could do that today. I've probably done it today, to be honest. I had a garlic bread earlier. So. <laughs> garlic bread, that'll do it. That'll do it, mate. One garlic bread will do it. <laughs> I, I had an interesting dinner because I couldn't be able to go to Tesco. So there was a garlic bread in the. Uh, and... Hang on, you couldn't be able to go to Tesco. It's, it's at the bottom of your penthouse. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't be able to go. And uh, Thai, mate. So I decided just to like chop up some meat, put it on the garlic bread. Like This is a flatbread garlic bread. And then turn it into a pizza. Put some like barbecue sauce on it. It was good. Gosh. <laughs> I didn't eat much most of the day because I've been busy. Like six, seven clients and then phone calls everywhere. So no mm. teaching though, surprisingly. Thanks, Josh. Um, just all day tomorrow, mate. Just all day tomorrow. Because <laughs> he's got to go somewhere, apparently. So, there he has. He's got to uh, drive just, his bike yeah, somewhere, good. probably. Got to get his Porsche somewhere. Yeah. Those things don't drive themselves, do they? So. They don't. They don't. They don't waste petrol themselves. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's, I just got up. I did a quick like. I did a quick Google again of the American Council of Exercise. Uh, have a helpful uh, sp- like little sheet of like um, for body ideal body fat percentage charts. So there's, there's on there. so there's uh, obese is plus twenty five percent for men, plus thirty two percent for women. Is that about right? About you, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, Average. I don't know what they're using to measure this. Obviously, you got loads. Of, we got Dexas. We got in-body scanners. We got calipers. Which is the best, from your opinion, Dan? If you're going to do it. Well, I think the go- I mean the gold standard that people use in research that is tends De- to be the, the Dexa. Dexa. Yeah. Um, even that so. has flaws. Like I said, even that you can manipulate with carbohydrate intake, salt intake, creatine, and that all contributes to lean tissue. We did um, we did a show ages ago about manipulating some of these, didn't we? Yeah, the, the I main I mean, if you were to use the, Dexa, the, the main thing you would use would be the actual the the absolute body fat number. So it'd be let's say if you went in one day and your body fat was five point eight kilos and you went in another day and it was five point four kilos, you know you've lost weight. Whereas yeah based on your lean mm. tissue, could change between those two points and you may have a higher body fat percentage even at the lower body fat absolute number. 
So if you are doing DEXs, not many people do, to be fair, it's quite expensive. Yeah. Always use the absolute body fat number because that will be the most accurate way of telling you if you lost body fat or not because the lean tissue number isn't reliable. And if you want to feel good about yourself, the in-body scanner is probably more readily available in gyms. We certainly have them in first base. But uh, if you want to manipulate your numbers on body fat percentage and lean tissue mash, um, is uh, do a scan before you work out then go classic hypertrophy train get a massive pump on and it can't really tell the difference because uh, you basically sell swab in, in terms of your muscle and it's just going to pick that up as more muscle so you, I've, ten, I've had about 2% two, two muscle gain in about an hour uh, it's pretty good I, I do, mate. I sell that workout plan. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, with with that comes the the fat loss as well. So amazing. Just two, an hour, hour and a half, a little bit of a sweat, good. Extracellular water goes down, all fine. Bit of cell swelling, all good. But yeah, so you got that obese average is apparently eighteen to twenty four percent for men, twenty five percent to thirty one percent for women. Obviously, women are always higher. Um, so fitness, so fitness people. 14 to 17% for men, 21 to 24% for women. Athletes, 6% to 13%. Still a wide range, isn't it? Um, it's very, very uh, athletes. You could class as a lot of people as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, women, 14 to 20%. Essential fat is the below, is 2 to 5%. Mm. And then women, 10 to 13%. So that is where you need to be have essential fats and he's apparently below that he's a he's a, a below essential fats so good luck mate good <laughs> luck i'm sure he's, he he's an incredible athlete 100 percent um we've seen some of his stuff but he whatever data just be like he could just literally google and be like i don't think that's wrong um i'm not dead <laughs> it's just crazy absolutely crazy so mental mate all right um always come to the end of the show but it's gonna be a nice quick one but we this comes out on the Wednesday, but we're recording on the Monday. What is tomorrow, Dan? It's got to be a big day in your household, especially for a little one. It's not big for me because I won't be eating anything but pancake day, innit? Oh yeah, I had to explain what pancake day was. Obviously, to one of my Q80 clients, Ali. I'm sure you'll listen. Um, what pancake day is? He was just like, I could, I could make protein. He was like, is that is that just in your household? Is that a, a pancake day in your house? He was like, and everybody else's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It was like from from you know Jesus times. That's when they made pancakes, right? That's what that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's where it's from, isn't it? Yeah, Jesus from like pancakes. He made pancakes, yeah. and then he didn't have pancakes for forty days. Then he had pancakes again. That's, that's it. Exactly. That's how it works. <laughs> he was like, "I'm from Q8. We're meant to be. We're meant. To, I love the way. You, oh, we're meant to be all Muslims." I was like, "Meant to be Ali?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm not really." <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, pancake toppings. I had a discussion with a fair few of my clients today and where you, I think you've got to, obviously you have to split them into two separate categories of savory and sweet. Yeah. yeah. But there was, there was an outstanding amount of clients. I don't know if it's a generational thing um, who don't particularly like savory pancakes. And I really, really like savory pancakes. Um, Yeah. 100%. Yeah. My mum used to make cheese and ham ones. I used to love cheese Cheese and ham ham pancakes. Yeah. I haven't had a pancake since I left home. I don't. I just don't. I've, I've not had it. Like, no, I, just, I wouldn't. I don't go out my way to make them. No, no I just wouldn't. Because uh, how I, simple I, they are. But no. if I was to have pancakes, I would always have the American ones, like the thicker, fluffy ones. Yeah, the like, thicker. I wouldn't not, ever not have crepe. The, the thin crepe ones. Yeah. Yeah. No. But say, say if you weren't dieting, 
what would you go for tomorrow? So you can pick pick one savoury, pick one sweet, mate. That's what you're allowed. I mean, I, I'd mix them. I'd mix them together. To be fair, my <laughs> savoury would be bacon and maple syrup. Is that sweet? Is that yeah. savoury? I class it as savoury because the bacon's more important on it. And then for the sweet one, I would probably have. Do you know what I'd actually have? This is really weird. Is I'd probably have yogurt and berries, like berry compote, Ooh. like on it, rather than anything too, or, or maybe a bit of jam. Oh, let's no yogurt jam, and jam yeah. or something like that, um, or peanut butter and jam, peanut butter and jam maybe with a bit of yogurt on as well, like, <laughs> a bit of texture yeah. in it. Because sometimes it gets get, a bit dry. Getting you know? more more toppings, the more the more you think about it. <laughs> it wouldn't be like it wouldn't bit be peanut butter. It wouldn't be chocolatey though. Yeah. It wouldn't be chocolatey. <laughs> So yeah, I I think I would just have uh, if anybody's been to Breakfast Club, you'd have like those those pancakes with what you got bacon, maple syrup. Um, okay, well if I could have a, if I could have an English breakfast, English pancakes, breakfast I'd have that. Pancakes. Yeah, I'd have that, obviously. <laughs> Bit of sausage and yeah, some poached eggs. Lovely. Bad. You yeah. go poached eggs, do you? No, you I like poached scramble, eggs. Don't I, do. I don't mind either, but I like poached. I like both, but yeah, I'd have a poached on that with some, some pancakes. But yeah, if I was going to pick, I definitely, I feel like the because of the bacon is the main ingredient is the bacon and maple syrup. So um, again, this is a generation thing. Didn't, they didn't seem to like my idea of bacon and maple syrup. And I'm like, are you mental? It's great. It's actually it's candy bacon. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. It's like um, I had the bacon and, uh, and the Krispy Kreme. Just incredible. Yeah, like, I bet. The salty and, salty and sweet. I was like, you like salty things, you like sweet. And it's just a, it's great. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. You like everything separately. No, it's not a rule for everything. You should blend them together. But yeah, you should be able to. But then on the sweet side, mate, I was like, you missed out like Biscoff spread, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I had Biscoff cheesecake today at Mike's. Ooh, so so yeah, you're like, kind of, you're kind of had you've, that you've got a bias, mate. So and also yeah. as well, like it's it, you like it's too thick to have with pancakes. It's like, unless you thick, melt it, it on. You got to melt it a little because if they're hot enough, it'll melt itself. So. True, maybe yeah. But I, I've had that taste today, so actually I'm now more like they, actually peanut butter and jam. And especially with that kind of spread, it it can get messy because um, mm. it does get a little bit runny when it's done that. Um, but that that kind of spread's decent. But I can I can see it's always like oh no the classic like just lemon and sugar boring no, boring no, no. That's the worst grow one up. to have like, grow up no worst one <laughs> you're either three years old it's either Isabel wants that or you're ninety I wouldn't you know even that. give it to her I wouldn't even let her have just it like, I wouldn't even let her have it come on mate just no chance no just have some have some adventure like you have anything I'd have like some Nutella some peanut butter just have Reese's yeah it'd be fine just shove, mm. a, shove a cream egg in the middle just eat that oh there you go now you're yeah. <laughs> I would have some chocolate based thing and then but I would mix some jam into it as well because that's quite nice uh, chocolate and jam chocolate and jam mm. is good it is good I'm not sure about that topic so, now you are fine uh, let us know what your pancake top is going to be obviously I'm sure there'll be a mil- and if you're having protein pancakes like Dan is then I'm not going to do that. Too I, much no, of a fit. I'm not, not, not going to do it. Don't the, worry. How, how many? Um, and please send them to him. How many posts will there be of either you're too much of a fit bro? You shouldn't. You should just have like normal pancakes. Stop being a dick. Or like, oh, you must have protein pancakes. Which one will win tomorrow? I'm just going no pancakes. I, <laughs> I just like. I just think that like. I just think. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I think about I it. I think there'll all, be. Like, I think there'll be more people going. Oh no! Just just have the real thing, and then just yeah. Cut I haven't back got an issue bit. with protein pancakes like on a normal day. I just don't have an issue with them. Like I think they're all right. But if you like them, and it's a good way of getting protein in, and makes it a bit more enjoyable. But like, there's no way that people should be like, you've got to have them, or like, you, healthier recipe. It's like if you want to enjoy pancakes, enjoy them. But I would have pancakes any other day of the week. I don't need to have a day to have them. So I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't had them since he left home. 
Um, no, not like the one, not on Pancake <laughs> Day. Or... I can have any day of the week. I'm an adult. Like, yeah, I, don't I can have whatever I want. But I'm <laughs> I don't live at home anymore. <laughs> all right, Dan, Jesus. You see how, how great it was to host him all weekend. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I was a dream. Dream, mate. Yeah, you're a good guest. Um, yeah, I think we'll bring this show to an end, mate. Um, what is coming out in the world of Biceps Banner this week? Oh, tonight, as we record this, our 24,000 calorie challenge is out. So if you haven't oh, seen yeah. that and you want to see Mike attempt 24,000 calories in 24 hours, um, then, yeah, go over and head over to YouTube and watch it. Search Biceps Banner. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Yeah, subscribe. Um, Comment, like, tomorrow, thumbs up, got that our, stuff. It'll be tomorrow, this comes out. So, yeah, tomorrow we've got a video coming out with Dr. Amelia Thompson, our previous guest. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we know her. Yeah, we're going over a little, um, she's a just, little video she's, on. She's just getting on all our social media feeds now. All, all the stuff that we can... T- What's going on? Listen, we're just trying to tap into a huge following, mate. That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, she... Um, yeah, no, she's um, she's a fan, mate. That's the thing, you see. She's a fan. fan. Um, but so, yeah, we're doing um, a bit of intuitive eating. Uh, and then also, myself and Mike have been invited to Lodo, Lodo headquarters to film for the day. So I'd like to say I know what that is, but don't. And I'm, I'm Lodo, sure you've told me. Those but... that do know, it's obviously it's just like a really low-calorie pizza base, and they make okay. that. You can make, like, wraps out of it and all this sort of stuff, but they also um, make Love desserts. Love to hear you make a wrap out of it. Yeah, they like uh, make <laughs> all sorts of stuff. It's like stupidly low calorie, like rap, basically. Like <laughs> oh dear, Dan's gonna miss my joke. But um, yeah, but for example, no, mate, I got joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 110 ratings now, so <clears throat> our iTunes are bumping up, um, which are very nice. Thank you. So, yeah, if you haven't rated yet, please go and rate still because that'd be oh. great. Like, there's some of you that maybe haven't still. <laughs> um, and FYI, I realised that some people have reached out that since I switched hosts, um, some of the episodes that I uh, are not there. I am aware of that, um, and I am sorting it. Uh, it was just a case of SoundCloud being annoying with their file names and Podbean not being as accommodating as I thought they would be with their file name types. Um, so, yeah, it's just going to be a, a few hours slog for me to do something manually. Um, I could pay Dan to do it, to be fair, but he, he will screw it up in further. There'll be no episodes up there if I did that. So, um, yeah, I've got to do that. I think I'll get it. Give me one month from now and everything will be backdated. Um, yeah, because there's just over 100 episodes I've got to put up again. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's reasonably annoying. But, yeah. I will for the people because there's a couple that have reached out and it's like I was listening all the way through to like episode 50 and then suddenly they disappeared <laughs> I was like I'm sorry why would you bother listening back Just <laughs> I was like well, we'll start again from 115 and then I'll put the right list of them on <laughs> I was like you've still got a few like 40-50 hours to, to catch up on that and maybe by the time yeah. they're back on so yeah apologies to that that wasn't intentional um, because there's a lot of cool guests that obviously aren't there at the moment so Tony G all those guys Dean that kind of stuff so we need to put them back on because um, they were absolute gold alright mate um, I've seen you far too much over the last four days so I'm going to love you and leave you that's it for another week now mate <laughs> I know we won't talk to each other until next next Tuesday mate. Um, so yeah thanks for listening guys and we will catch you next week see you later